0: Hello and welcome to the Daily Hawker Podcast. My name is Raphael. I am your host. And uh, today I want to start the show just uh, with a little rant. I don't want to complain about LA's mayor. Mr. Eric Garcetti. Now, this past week, uh, actually started the week before, uh, he has been tweeting things that just show you how out of touch he is with the very city that he's uh, a mayor of. Uh, first, on September 7th, he tweeted I know we all wish we could be at a party or barbecue today. We miss our traditions, our friends, and family. But please, if you've made those plans, cancel. Even if you're going, even if you're young and healthy, parties are dangerous. We have uh, we have to make sacrifices to defeat COVID nineteen and save lives. Now, later on, uh, following the next couple of days, he tweeted that you know it would be better if uh, actually they officially canceled Halloween. They said no trick or treating. Uh, just don't do it. I know it's dangerous. I know people want to do it. But uh, it's just a no-go in the, in the city of L.A., actually in the county of L.A. Now, who does this man think he is? And how out of touch with reality is he? I mean, does he not go outside? Does he drive around? Is, does he leave his home? Is he in the city of L.A.? Those are all questions that we should be asking ourselves about the mayor of L.A. Where is he is he in touch does he know what's going on does he go outside does he notice that there's just traffic's back to normal there's people on the streets people are taking public transport what is he talking about that you can't have a barbecue so you can go on public transportation every single day to and back from work with strangers that you don't know if they're taking care of themselves or not and but you have to cancel or barbecue with family and friends because, you know, it's dangerous. Is he not aware that people are back to work, that many people essentially live uh, a barbecue every day by uh, working at a restaurant, being a server, by taking public transportation, by going into office buildings, going to the grocery store? Are, are, we, are we supposed to think that... Uh, those things are not happening are we supposed to pretend that those things are not happening and just cancel things uh, on our weekend our social lives so we're it's okay for you to leave your home and take public transportation to go to work in a building full of people but uh when it comes to the weekend uh, go ahead and lock yourself at home uh it's for your own safety who is he kidding and and my question is is he even working right now? What? Where is he? That he doesn't know that the city's back to normal, that 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 there's traffic on the streets. That you get on the freeway, and oh, if it wasn't because kids aren't going aren't going to school, traffic would be pretty bad. Let's let, let's not kid ourselves and think that you know oh traffic's a little bit uh, lower than it would be because of because of COVID. It's it's not. It's because kids aren't going to school. And some people are working from home, such as myself. Not a lot, though. A lot of businesses are open. Take a look around. Who? This is what makes me wonder if he's even in the city. If he even takes a drive around, if he's aware of what's going on. He's the guy who's supposed to be leading the city, and it's falling apart everywhere. And here he is saying things that don't make any sense, making recommendations that nobody's really going to adhere to. That's not something that's gonna happen. And then they have to backpedal, and they said, oh, well, the the trick-or-treating, it's gonna be discouraged, but I guess people could do it. Of course people can do it. They're gonna do it anyway. That's not something that's gonna, <laughs> that's gonna stop anyone. And isn't, it, isn't that something that can be done safely? Isn't that something that can be just done, you know, put a bowl of candy outside your door, and then kids come and grab it. It's wrapped in something, it's packaged. I mean, this man, I don't think I've seen him without a mask in the past few months. Relax, man. Like, it's its okay. Like, He is trying to bank on the fear that nobody has really. And he doesn't know that people are, you know, doing their best to get back to normal and to adhere to some of these guidelines to keep themselves safe. And that so far, from what we see, we're doing pretty good. People have been able to kind of balance uh getting back to do the to the daily lives and staying safe i want to know who is he kidding who is he who does he think he is and making these declarations and then having to backpedal the only reason he backpedaled is because people fought back people said you know what that's insane that's crazy we're not going to do that and then he has to backpedal but this is a little power grab that didn't work out He was if no one had said anything if he was allowed to to cancel Halloween for kids and trick or treating, he would have gone after the rest of the year. He would have gone after Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. He he would have. He's just that kind of person. He was t- he's testing the limits of where this, uh, wh- how much power he can exert over the people in L.A. You know what he should try to do? He should try to see how much, how many people he can get off the street. How about that? How about telling them that camping on the street. Is dangerous and that should be stopped. And they should probably, you know, pick up and go into the, the motels apparently that the city bought for them the housing that every taxpayer in the city bought and that it now sits there empty because apparently we can't get people to stop camping on the sidewalk. That's it, that's who she, he should be worrying about. Don't worry about people and in COVID, they know what to do. People wear masks, people wear gloves, people carry hand sanitizer. We don't need daily reminders from the man who's single handedly ruining the city, telling us what to do about, you know, how we should get around and what we can and cannot do. That's it's, it's going above and beyond what his responsibilities are, what his job is, and frankly, what people are willing to listen to. If people are not willing to listen to what you're saying, you're no longer a leader, and I think that's what's happening here. He's more of a clown now. People look at him as like, look at him, just tweeting random things from God knows where, because he's obviously not in touch with in LA. He's not in touch with the people in L. A. And he's probably not even in the city. As far as we know, he might not even be in, in California. Who knows where he is? Who knows if he's working? He's just busy with the with the phone, uh, sending out tweets about COVID. Relax, bro relax like take a take a walk around LA and look at what's going on take a take a whiff of the people living on the streets take a look at the trash piling up in the off ramps of the freeway and then let's talk about safety that's unsafe that's unsanitary who knows what type of new disease is going to come from whatever's going on there and they're not doing anything about that so That's my rant. And same goes for the people in city council. Everyone's just hoping you stay home and you don't notice that the entire city and county are falling apart. And that's really what should be, we we should be focusing on what's going on with these people. Why are they not working? Why are they not back to work? And why are they tweeting these things, canceling public events like they have the power to do so? No, it's not gonna happen. Not gonna fly here. now now the next thing that I wanted to talk about is uh, the campaign. Uh, in particular, the Trump campaign. It looks like they are currently running out of money. There's a couple reasons why they're running out of money. Number one is uh, some very clever accounting, and I'll get into that a little bit. Uh, but also some vanity projects that they have. Uh, they spent about $11 million on Super Bowl ads. And just take a pause for a second. Think back to the Super Bowl and see if you can remember what those ads look like or what they said. Exactly. No one remembers. So it was a waste of money. Now, they've also spent a lot of money in D.C., which is a reliably Democrat city. So no need to spend money there. They think that the only reason they have spent so much money in Washington, D.C. is that uh, Donald Trump wants to see himself on TV when he turns, when he flips the channel. He wants to see an ad. He wants to see uh, his his campaign ads so they've spent a ton of money in Washington DC even though uh, it's it's no good you know they they're not gonna vote for him that's just it is what it is uh, another thing they've spent a lot of money on has been national Fox News broadcasting now instead of targeting ads to places where he can maybe make a difference some swing states he just likes to advertise nationally on the Fox News Channel now there's a couple of problems with that. Number one, uh, if you're watching Fox News, more than likely you're already in the bag. You're one of those people that are gonna vote for him, no matter what. So why would you spend so much money uh, advertising on their national broadcast? I, I have no idea. But that's been the case. Some people think he's funneling money to you know, pay back for for some of the favors that he's been done. He's been given some of the. The coverage, positive coverage, he's been given by the by the network, but who knows? That's just you know those are just theories that are out there. And it could be that he just wants to see it. He just wants to uh, be able to watch Fox News anywhere in the country and see an advertisement for or an ad for his campaign. Now there are a third reason why, and this is a lot more interesting. It's some uh, very clever accounting. So this campaign, they have to release. Who not only who gives money to the campaign but also how they're spending the money. They have to, they have to release who their who their vendors are and how much they're paying them. So essentially, there's transparency. You're able to see who you know where the money's coming from and where the money's going. Now the Trump campaign went ahead and created some LLCs to cover some of those payments. So you have some LLCs. That have received about 170 million dollars worth of uh, campaign funds, and that money has then been paid to other vendors by the LLCs. Now, they claim that it is just to make it a little bit easier to just hire the if so You hire this company and they handle a certain part of your campaign beginning to end. So, if there's anything that needs to be taken care of, they're going to handle it. You're just going to pay them a full amount. Let's say they do all of your merch. You know they're gonna outsource everything and they'll take care of everything. But that's what they claim It's happening now. Those LLCs also happen to be paying, writing checks to family and friends uh, who work on the campaign. Allegedly, you know they give speeches here and there, but they're getting paid. You know some of them are fifteen, twenty-five thousand dollars a month. You know Hunter Biden kind of money, uh, and. Really, no one says anything, but that's a lot of money to take out of a campaign just to hand out to, you know, friends and family. So this is where it gets really interesting. Uh, This LLC technique with the vendors uh, is the same one that Fred Trump used to uh, inherit hundreds of millions of dollars to his children without having to pay taxes. Um, I will make an episode about that because it's very interesting how the money moved around, how they were able to move the money around and mark up uh, certain things, you know, little items, the essentially upkeep a building, you know, some of the maintenance items. They were able to mark them up by, you know, hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars, uh, some of the labor, some of the things. And in reality, these companies were just shells that Fred Trump was moving money into uh, in order to avoid having to pay taxes on it when, when his children inherited that money. So they were just transferring the monies to the LLCs, then you're able to, to avoid uh, the estate tax. And that's how he was able to do it. So here's my what I think about this. In, in the 90s, Donald Trump said that if he ran for president, he could make money off of the campaign. When someone tells you who they are, believe them. He told us before that he would use this opportunity to enrich himself and, you know, That's certainly what he's doing in the process. He's also enriching a lot of his friends and family. uh, And sometimes it's just in the form of simple handouts. Uh, As someone like Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr., who have been talking relentlessly about Hunter Biden's uh, job in the Ukraine and his contract with China uh, and how he wasn't able to do this and get that kind of money. Uh, uh, he wouldn't have been able to do it if it wasn't for his father, uh, being the vice president. Well, I mean, there's uh, certain people that are getting paid, you know, fifteen, twenty-five thousand dollars a month from the Trump campaign that have never made that made that in their lives before, and also for no reason. They're not really out campaigning. I mean, campaigning is it's taken on a new form in 2020. So you really don't have that many people going uh, and ha- having rallies and things like that. He used to do that. He used to have two, three rallies a night, and some of them, you know, his children were speaking at all the time, uh, and their their spouses. Now that's not happening yet. People are still getting paid. These are giveaways. He's taking money. They are taking money from people. Grassroots donations. These are poor people sometimes without a job the reason they're voting for this man is because they lost their job their job was shipped overseas now they uh you know they're in this situation where they don't know what's going to happen there's uncertainty he came by in 2016 promised them the world promised them that he was going to bring these jobs back and now they're not you know they never came back some factors did open as i mentioned before that's not the norm that is the exception, and uh, you know now they're sending whatever they can to fund this campaign, and they just turn around and give the money away. Now, I'm sure that this isn't like I said this isn't the exception. I'm sure this is the norm. This is how things happen in Washington D.C., and this is why it's important for for people to be aware of who they really answer to, who politicians really answer to. And who they're really trying to help? The answer to the people who donate big amounts. If you're sending in twenty dollars to get a bumper sticker. I have bad news for you. You know, you're not necessarily, yeah, you're not gonna be able to pull some strings uh, to get out of a jam with the president. Uh, if you are, you know, donating millions of dollars to some super PAC, uh, now we're talking. You know, they, they'll definitely, you'll definitely have their ear, and they'll be able to. Uh, you'll be able to get things done. That's just how it works. And we're seeing it right now. There's uh, a number of people that are getting ready for whatever administration. You know, there's this lobbyist that whoever wins, they win. They're ready for for whatever happens. And that's one of the reasons that uh, if you are concerned about the state of affairs in our political system, this is the thing. This is the... The issue that we have. It is money in politics. These people, the second you're no longer paying their paycheck, which is essentially what we do as a public, uh, but then you're no longer their boss. And you can say, Well, we're still collecting a pay, we're still giving them a paycheck. Yeah, they're still collecting a paycheck, but you know, they have other bosses. There's people that they're getting a lot more money from that need favors and they are way more willing to you know, have an ear out for whatever they need for whatever their suggestions might be for things that they need to get done than they are to you as the public so this is no longer a government of the people by the people this is a government uh, of the businesses of big businesses uh, by the people i guess because we do subsidize the majority of what goes on so those are things that keep in mind, you know, I don't mean to bring anyone down, but that it is what it is that those that's what's happening. The, those are the stories and uh, yeah, okay. Last thing I wanted to mention is I just wanted to give an update on uh, the stimulus package. It, they have made no progress whatsoever. Congress, uh, there was a bill that was blocked. It wouldn't have been any help anyway, uh, but yeah, and people who need this help. They're the ones that should take some action in the future. They should shouldn't forget what happened when you go vote for these people, for your senator, your representative. Remember, look at their record. Then just go and vote for the incumbent, because that's how these people end up staying there their entire lives without anything, without ever doing anything for you. So look at their voting record. Look at what they did for you. And if they block stuff when you needed help. It's time for you to send a message. Um, hopefully, and I saw this in the news earlier, they were telling people, do not forget about this. Do not forget that they're doing this to you on purpose, voluntarily, to try and advance some political agenda on either side of the aisle. That's the truth of it all. It's uh, very, very sad what is happening. Hopefully, uh, you know more jobs will will open up and people will be able to go back to work. And, uh, and hopefully they will come to their senses and, and provide some help for the people who need it. Um, that's it for today. Uh, I will be uh, doing another podcast on Monday I'll drop it on Monday. I will have a guest I have a, I booked a guest uh, we're working things out as far as when uh, we're gonna be recording the podcast but uh, it should be pretty interesting as a friend of mine and uh, that's it just uh oh if you are by the fires you know stay safe don't go outside wear a mask when you go outside if not for the covid for for the smoke and uh yeah be nice to each other have a good one Bye bye